0: All right, folks, welcome to another episode of the Crush Cast today. Christina Coyle. Now, if that name rings a bell, you may have gone to a conference or to an NAF or honor guard meeting and everything's running smoothly. And the reason for that is because of Christina and her team. Christina, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So can you share with everybody your current role? I know that it did change for years involved with the events team, but how about now?
1: Sure. So as of last kind of March, April of 2023, I had the opportunity to kind of slip into this role of the technical term as head of advisory partnerships. But what that means is I work with the honor guard now and the NAF on a day to day basis. And I'm kind of the conduit between headquarters and these two really important advisory groups and just making sure that the communication line is constantly open between headquarters and this group and kind of finding synergies and we're working with them on different projects because they are very busy.
0: <laughs> That's a lot of coordination and collaboration. So yes. I suspect you're coordinating calls, you're making sure that there's follow-through on discussion
1: points. Exactly. And what I found too, and great my background in the event side, I was able to see, you know, sit in on these meetings with Honor Guard and NAF and think, well, geez, a lot of these things that these folks are talking about in these separate meetings could be done in these meetings together, and they worked very much in these silos. And so my hope in this position as we work you know, going forward is we're finding a lot of ways where we can all meet together with HQ folks and getting a lot more done in a little bit of time and being able to move a lot faster.
0: There was an era years ago where it seemed like the only time we could really get something done was at a, a meeting. And the world is so different now. It feels to me like on any given conference call for the NAF or the Honor Guard, when you bring in the right headquarters people, you could have a breakthrough and either have a new idea or get something solved anytime. I'm sure you experienced that.
1: Great. And I, I don't want to say the silver lining of COVID, but I think that taught us a lot more efficient ways to have meetings and to your point, getting the right people in the room in shorter periods of time. Not saying in-person events, very important as well, but um, being able to have these virtual meetings in between and not having to wait uh, for the in-person meetings have I think, helped quite a bit.
0: I've watched you from an events planning perspective before where there's a meeting and maybe there's a thousand people. (laughs) And to me, I'm always astounded by it seems like you're absolutely unflappable. Like you're planning that morning, you're doing something with one hand, somebody, my, me, someone else is asking you about something else that's gonna happen in four minutes. <laughs> yeah. What is that like? Like, what is the skill set that enables you to handle all of that juggling and put on that type of show?
1: Um, I would, there's, I think, multiple things, but um, <laughs> a servant leader mentality, right? So, I, my goal is to just, be there to help people so that they can get done what they need to get done. Um, but then having understanding priorities too of what needs to get done. So I keep my phone, and if someone asks me to do something, I shoot myself a message, and then I just kind of keep track. And I, you have to be really good at um, cross checking things, right, and um, keeping yourself accountable. Um, Because to your point, I will sometimes have like literally 30 different things going on. So you have to look at that list really quick and say, okay, which things need to get done first and then work your way through it. But by the end of the day, and one more thing is I think not just saying, okay, I'll get that done for you right now, but being very realistic just saying, I hear you, this is what you need to get done. And I will make sure to have this done by the end of the day or tomorrow, or, you know, just so it's setting realistic expectations. So you don't let people down.
0: That's a very specific process, like you've honed that over a period of time. So at every one of these meetings, you're swamped with people that are asking for things, but you've converted it into a process. How about this? If there's a meeting and it's like three days long, when do you arrive on like when does the work begin at like an on site meeting like that?
1: Six months, seven months beforehand, but we show up by usually like two days beforehand. So again, thankfully, year over year, you get better at what you need to get done. And so you can show up two days before to get it all organized.
0: When one of the things that I that always makes me smile is we'll we'll leave a meeting. And then it is like the three to seven days after where people are sending messages and emails and saying, I've been here 35 years. That's the best one of those I've ever been to. It was so that must make. I'm sure you get a ton of those. Those and are my make, yeah
1: yeah favorite parts of the job. Where you get a little handwritten note and just knowing that you helped make a difference and you know um, either recognizing them or advancing their careers in the meeting. but those types of things very cool.
0: All the different meetings that you've gone to, do any of them stand out as particularly memorable or moving for you, an experience that might have happened at one that still sticks with you?
1: Different ones for different reasons. Uh, Just even this past NAF annual was super moving to me because at the end, the executive committee, and you were actually in this meeting, we're sitting there and kind of doing a recap. And some of the advisors in there, they're kind of our more, you know, like tough ones, go-getters. They were crying at the end because they were so sad that their term was up working on the NAF. And um, so getting to be a part of that and just seeing that it's not just all business and everyone's like a family uh, was, was very moving to me. So that really sticks out. And then the big moments like at NLF when people are on stage with their families and getting award award and um, just how proud they are. Uh, for their achievements. It's very cool to be a part of that. So um, those would be the two main ones.
0: Those really do stick with you. And, and that, that wrap up of that NAF meeting was something special, just how much people care. Yep. When, when you start planning a meeting, you say six or seven months, but it's like way farther than that, isn't it? Some of these?
1: When you start doing site visits and contracting and all those things, yeah, that's like a two to three year out thing, which I think some people don't realize how far in advance you have to plan. So like, you don't know where the economy is going to be. You don't know what's going on. So especially like during COVID, I mean, you are just taking best guesses sometimes on where we're going to be at. Um, so yeah, to your point, it can be two to three years.
0: Now, how, let me go back to COVID for a second. I know yep. that you have a little one. Let's go back to the COVID era. And all of a sudden, all of us are pivoting, but you're working on events. And now every single event is virtual. What was that whole process like for you? And we talked about it before already, silver linings, like what did you pull from it?
1: A lot of learning curves on both ends, right? First time being a mom. So trying to learn that and balance that. Um, daycares and stuff were closed. So she was home. And then also learning these new skill sets of not being in person anymore, but how do we engage our advisors and our attendees virtually, Um so silver lining didn't have to travel as much um when i was on the events team I we traveled probably 65 percent of the time and it went down to zero so that's a big transition but great when you get to stay home with your kids so um i think life balance is a big piece in learning how to just cut it off when you need to to be home and present for that and Something I've definitely learned is doing both. When I'm at work now, like I am at work, I'm focused, and then when I'm at home, I now don't check my emails or try not to, and you know, yep. get home. So I have quality time on both ends.
0: Figuring out how to turn it off. All right, I have two more questions for you. First, as you reflect on your role and your impact, what are you most proud of? Currently,
1: I love. Loved working on events, but where I'm at now, I'm most proud of the fact that I get to see these tangible projects that are coming out of, um, so for example, the Honor Guard has four pillars, one being culture, um, and we are just finishing up, it's in compliance, a culture playbook that's going to go out to all the branches um, for assistance use, EVPs, et cetera, so that they can help continue to build on their culture and get their advisors excited, you know, because that was my favorite part about being in the branch was the culture. Um, So I'm going to say, I'm most just proud of these actual tangible projects that we can see brought to fruition and that that, technically thousands of people could use and benefit. Well, will.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking directly or indirectly. That'll impact thousands of people. All right. Final question for you. As you look where it's holiday time, as you look ahead, what are you most excited about?
1: professionally I go back to my original statement of I love to see that we're finding ways where the honor guard and the NAF can kind of work together we can see from the branch manager side and from the rep side and get both of these insights and make that much more of a difference um and then from a personal side I am having baby number two in January okay excited to round out our little family and kind of find that balance again and keep moving
0: You know, just in this discussion, what I notice is you are very thoughtful and deliberate, like the way that you answer, you know, professional and personal, but you're just that way in your life. We appreciate you. We appreciate the moments that you give us and how much you care. Thanks a lot, Christina.
1: Thank you, Jim. Appreciate your time.